This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi there, and welcome to the How to Be a Better Person podcast. I'm Kate. Since the pandemic is as bad or even worse than it's ever been, I'm replaying 10 of my favorite episodes from the Calm the F Down series that I ran in early April during the first COVID wave. Each day from now until December 11th, I'll share one simple thing you can do to lower your stress levels and deal with the uncertainty with grace. I'll be back with new episodes on December 14th to help us process this cuckoo bananas year and start 2021 off with clear eyes and full hearts, as Coach from Friday Night Lights would say. In the meantime, I hope you'll enjoy this chance to catch up on episodes you may have missed. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to day nine of the Calm the F Down Challenge here on the How to Be a Better Person podcast. We are currently living through a very high stakes time. I'm sure it's no surprise to you to hear me say this. And high stakes time equal high stress. So when you're stressed, it's really easy to lose your crap with the people that you're shacked up with. So let's explore some fun and helpful ways to calm the F down for everybody's sake. I have got a big idea to explore with you today that helps you keep your relationships in a healthy zone. And that is, you don't get to say how the people you love handle their stress. You do get to talk with them about how they're handling their stress, but you don't get to tell them how to do it. Here's an example. My 12-year-old daughter has had a very interesting coping mechanism since this whole quarantine thing started. She spent the first several days of sheltering in place, spending hours a day combing out this wig. I have this long, curly, blonde-haired wig that was part of my Professor Trelawney costume. Professor Trelawney is one of the professors at Hogwarts, in case you don't know. It was from a couple years ago, and I have to say, I really loved that thing. I mean, it wasn't a nice wig. You can spend a lot of money on wigs. This wasn't one of those wigs. I bought it at a Halloween superstore, but regardless, I didn't wear it a lot. And I don't know why, but Lillian will occasionally just go rummaging through the wig bag. I mean, I know why she does that. That's fun. Wigs are fun. I love wigs. But she went through the wig bag, and she decided that she needed to get all the tangles out of this very long very curly wig. (laughs) So for hours a day, I would hear this (laughs) noise of her trying to brush out this wig. I was finding like these little synthetic blonde hairs all over the house, little tumbleweeds of them. I mean, I don't really know what was going on in her mind, but she was just hell bent on getting the tangles out of the wig. I could have said, or my husband and I could have said, you know, honey, don't do that. Uh, It's annoying. It's ruining the wig. It's making a mess. But who am I to say? Like, 
we're in extraordinary times. And if she needs to brush out a wig to help her feel better, that's fine. No wig is more important than her mental health. I offered to help her comb it out. I have a uh, belief that combing is better at getting out tangles and brushing, which is something that she and I disagree on. Regardless, she was not interested in that. I asked her if there was anything that I could do to help her, and she said that she had watched a TikTok video about it, or maybe it was a YouTube video, that fabric softener is good for helping to get tangles out of wigs. I swear to God, is there anything that doesn't have a YouTube video about it? So I told her that I would put fabric softener on my list of things to pick up the next time that I was at the grocery store. So I share this story to show you that we all have a lot of feelings about the things our partners, kids, and whoever else we might be quarantined with are dealing with, how they're coping. To us, the way that they're coping may seem completely nuts. You know, I'm willing to bet that a lot of the feelings that we're having about how our loved ones are coping are of the judgmental nature, or maybe bewildered, or maybe even angry. And then you add that to the fact that you know these people pretty well, And you may think that you know exactly what they need, perhaps even more than they do. It can feel so painfully obvious that if they would just do this one thing, everything would be better. They would just see a therapist. They would just go on a walk every day, you know, fill in the blank. And you love them and you want them to feel better. So maybe you try telling them to go do this thing. Um, Yeah, how does that go over? (laughs) Like, not very well. Not in my house. My suggestion to you is that you give everyone a really wide berth right now. So long as it's not hurting people or putting other people at risk, let them have at it. Byron Katie, who has written many, many books and teaches something she calls the work, which is a really profound way of questioning the validity of your own thoughts, says that there are only three kinds of business in the world. There's your business, there's other people's business, and then there's God's business. How other people deal with their stress is not your business. It's their business. So anytime you're trying to spend time in someone else's business, you're miserable, basically. Okay? So you want to stick to how are you coping with your own stress? One thing that is, I'll get to that in just a minute, but one thing that is your business is how their coping mechanism affects you. So you can absolutely communicate that using I statements like I feel X and Y when you do Z. Can we figure out a way to address that? It's not about you're trying to change their behavior. It's that you're trying to relate your experience of how their behavior is affecting you and collaborating with them to find a way to make it more tolerable to everybody. But really, the most important thing to remember is that you want to tend to your business. If you don't like how they're coping with stress, make sure you're doing stuff to cope with yours because that's how we influence people the most, through our actions and our energy. So let them see you modeling the way. Share how much better the things you're doing are helping you feel. Better yet, just model it. You don't have to go yammering on about how great your home yoga practice made you feel because that's a turnoff, right? And honestly, the more you take care of your own stress, the less likely you are to be irritated by how they're handling theirs. Reducing stress is a great way to get into that live and let live state of mind. And also, people are going to notice that you're feeling better and then secretly in their minds, they may not even admit it to themselves, they're going to think, hmm, I'd like to feel that way too. So, in addition to taking care of your own stress levels, attending to your own business, here's your tiny assignment. 
And that is to ask the people you love how you can help. The next time you see that someone you love is feeling stressed out about something, do these two things. One, let them know that you can see that they're upset. You do this by saying something like, I can see that this is stressing you out. Really simple. Sometimes just validating someone's feeling is enough to help it lift. And then number two, you ask them how you can help. This is something that most of us really forget to do. You're not trying to swoop in and fix. You're not trying to tell them what to do. Those are two things that we kind of do naturally without thinking, and we forget that we should just ask if the, how we could help. Because when we do that, we're showing that we care. We're letting them maintain agency over their problem. And we're simply asking if there's some way we could help them out. It's important after you ask to listen to what they say. Maybe you suggest something specific and let them say yes or no if they really seem like they're at a loss for thinking clearly. But really, you don't need to. You just ask and listen. So again, the two things you say are, I can feel that you're feeling stressed out about this, and how can I help? You can do that, right? And if they ask for something that seems really silly to you, like they say you could get them fabric softener to help them comb out their wig, well, I say, do it. (laughs) Do it to whatever extent you can. Maybe all you can do at that moment is say, I'll put it on the list for the next time I go to the grocery store. And that's enough. You're not trying to move heaven and earth. You're just trying to help them feel heard and loved. Two things that always help. Be sure to come back tomorrow when I'm talking about how to be around your kids all day without losing your mind or crushing their spirit. Friends, I have exciting news to report. How to Be a Better Person has its first official sponsor. Whoop, whoop. And I couldn't be more excited about who it is. It's Manta Sleep, who makes what I believe to be the dreamiest sleep masks known to humankind. And I am a sleep mask aficionado. These sleep masks are comfortable. They stay put and they really do live up to their 100% darkness guarantee. The first night I slept with my Manta mask, my sleep tracker said I slept 8 hours and 18 minutes, which definitely helped me face the realities of quarantine life with more grace the next day. I'm psyched to be working with Manta because being better rested helps make you a better human. To go get a look at these beauties for yourself, go to mantasleep.com and use the code BETTER in all caps to save 10% off a sleep mask of your own. You can also find Manta Sleep on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. That's Manta, M-A-N-T-A, like the sea creature, sleep. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you.